Hey, this is Baz. Hopefully not too hot. It can never be too hot. A little bit hot. <laughs> this is Dave swiping right. <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah. I don't know how to change my thing back to uh, time. Here we go. Beats and time. Beats what is and this? time. Fucking hell, this new version is amazing. <laughs> you can have beats and time at the same time? At the same time, Dave. Like, this is like... Revolution. Yeah, so well, are you... Is this... Future. So you, are you on the oh, Mac OS beta or? No, no. I just opened GarageBand and I tried to do a lot of installing and stuff. And I was like, no, I need to record a podcast. <laughs> and then it was like it was a brand new app. It was just like giving me intros and stuff. And now it looks different. It looks like I guess the last version was very um, uh, skeuomorphic. Yeah. And this is a little bit too. Ugh. It's like it looks like logic, uh, right? Not even. Logic is kind of cool. This kind of just looks flat and grey and then has horrible record and play buttons. Ugh. No, nasty. Nasty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, How are you getting on with the beta on your phone, by the way? Yeah, not bad. Um, so I did try the first beta, obviously after saying I wouldn't. I got bored <laughs> on a Sunday and then <laughs> install it. And so how many things for have not worked? How many basic things have not worked for you? Like, um, so I'll just say that the the second beta is a lot, lot better. Huge time, you know. It's just small things, I guess. Like, um, music controls on the lock screen. You couldn't, I couldn't use them anyway. Like the whatever the odd layout was broken, so everything was really small, so you couldn't see anything except the rewind button um so that's fixed a few controls in control center weren't working like turning on and off bluetooth um i couldn't hit the camera app to open up the camera app i'd have to long press it or you know force touch it to tell it to like take a selfie and then reverse the camera um but all that <laughs> stuff is fixed now pretty much the only time it kind of there's some weird things like if i go into a folder open an app go back out of the app into the folder the folder closes um and sometimes the notification or not the notifications out there, the thing on the left, whatever that's called, um, the widgets, um, that can be a little off sometimes. That happened in the first beta, it was just the wrong dimensions. Um generally it's pretty okay. There's the the app swapper, it doesn't show the desktop anymore, which I don't like. And there's no 3D touch on the left hand side to swap your apps anymore. I don't know if that's gone, but people are worried because if the new iPhone comes out without any buttons, how do you bring up the, you know, the the swapper? Like, are you double tapping the screen or something where the button might be? I haven't a clue, but that could come back. The lock screen stuff is bad. You can't swipe on a notification in the lock screen anymore to open it. And is that a um, bug or is that expected behavior? People are saying it's expected and it makes no sense because now it's a notification comes in. I swipe it and then I do fingerprint and I'm into it. Now I kind of have to, I don't know, at the moment what I'm doing is just fingerprint opening the app, then going to the app. Maybe it's in a folder, opening the folder, opening the app, going to the message. You know, there's a huge amount of extra steps or something in it. Um, That's a pain. I really don't understand why they take that out and hopefully they just put it back in. Um, but otherwise, battery life sucks. Definitely, battery life is really, really, really bad. Um, 
And I mean, and you, you know, plus, it's initially... You have the plus, plus fund, so yeah. you're, you're like used to getting huge battery life. Yeah. Are you making, are you surviving the day? No, not at all. Sometimes two charges and stuff like that. Wow. And I know I use it for work, um, but actually I'm not using it as much now because I have the beta installed. So I'm kind of just using another iPhone and an iPad and work. And yeah, just some general usage of internet, Twitter, stuff like that. Um, the battery is going down pretty, pretty quickly. And I don't know, again, once it gets down to a lower percentage, it seems to last a bit longer. So maybe the numbers are wrong or something like that. But generally, pretty good. Um, not a huge amount to make you want to upgrade, I guess, to iOS 11 on the iPhone iPad's a different story, it's a different beast. Um but yeah. No no huge benefits on the iPhone at the moment besides the better can what's it called? Control panel. Uh that's pretty actually the control panel is pretty nifty. Just stuff like setting timers, you know, you can set like a quick five minute timer from it. Um but then again, why not go into Siri and ask her? Um yeah, some cool things in there. But yeah, nothing nothing major this time. I'm probably missing huge amounts of things. Um, yeah. So over, like That's overall, you still excited about this update on the phone? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind trying some AR kit stuff, that kind of stuff. But um, in terms of a day-to-day user, not a huge amount. Um, I don't know. Yeah, nothing and really have, has changed for me much. And have you tried? the beta on an ipad yet yeah i think i talked about that in the podcast the last one i tried it on the mini 4 inside and work and yeah i think i talked about it then it was just a little bit buggy uh but i haven't tried the beta 2 i had to downgrade to 10.3 again for testing of different apps so uh yeah i think i'll wait a while for that dave any interest still in getting the iPad is it on the cards or is it just a pipe dream at the moment or it's on the cards and I have secured the funding nice, <laughs> nice. so yeah so what are you getting with it are you getting a keyboard and a pen yeah 10.5 I go for the mid 128 gig maybe and the pen and there the pencil and the keyboard the official keyboard might do yeah uh, I was looking, I'll send you on some other ones I was looking at, um, just out of curiosity, there seems to be some within the same price range that have better travel on the keys, backlights on them, better stands on them, um, which I think I would go for. You know, there is some more expensive kind of alternatives. Um, yeah. There are the cheaper ones as well you can get, but I guess getting one with, you know, I don't know if you would would want to have one with a backlight keyboard would it be of any benefit or would you <laughs> i don't know do i even need a keyboard like so who knows true that yeah um i have high hopes for it though so we'll see like you know mm-hmm. i think um i'm still gonna wait uh a little while maybe just um i'm not in a mad rush until ios 11 comes out yeah but um i'll probably uh, there i think they're shipping next day now so i'll i'll, I'll pick it up i'll pick it up soon enough yeah, yeah I, I I was messing around putting stuff in baskets and it said it one day, dispatched in one day. Okay, very cool. Um, I saw that the public beta went up for iOS 11 yesterday. Um, I don't know when the podcast is coming out, but my recommendation would be don't wait for at least a second public beta. It's much, much more stable. Um, 
what it does make i guess the ipad a lot better yeah don't get it don't install it <laughs> oh the amount of um the amount of non-developers given out on websites every year yeah yeah i just you know and again um was it uh marco on twitter people just replying in comments oh uh your app doesn't work on a iOS 11, yes, you're yeah. going to fix it. You're going to push a, you're going to push an update. And, you know, like, I mean, he can't. <laughs> That's not how it works. Not. Like, you know, you can't, you can't link against the new libraries. Sure, you could probably mess around with an iOS 10 build and, yes. hope, and hope that some change you made is backwards compatible to force something. But like that, you, you can't. And no, people just need to get lost. Like, if you're not a developer or at least know enough to just shut up. Don't download a beta. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, very, very true. I see that he was saying that he might have to remove his um, his mobile view card view kind of thing, the kind of new UI yeah. he put into it. Um, I think he said he did find a solution for that. Um, but I guess he was kind of like, probably half the people would be happy about it and half the people you know, would be annoyed about it and stuff like that. It it, it really grew on me. Um mm. I, I didn't like it. And then I've I, I, I change podcast apps every every now and then to be um equitable or just to make sure that I'm not missing out on, on stuff in different apps and see so I'm in a, my overcast phase at the moment and I really like just the the pull down to to get back to the main thing. It's just because mm-hmm. of the size of the iPhone um you know, going up to the back button, the back button really makes so little sense these days. And even swiping from the left because it's overloaded with the force touch, I I accidentally often I I trigger that 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 force touch on the left by accident quite a lot, um, just from the angle I'm holding the the phone. So I just like that I can pull down. You know, mm-hmm. makes makes sense to me, and it's it's natural. And there's a few other apps where I find myself doing it that uh that I think it would make sense in. It it is it is difficult. It is a tricky um type of ui to get right you know um and i I think that if there is a new phone coming with a different setup maybe i don't know maybe that might enable them to think think different about navigation and stuff but yeah i would like that i I like it for that if nothing else yeah i'd like if they built that in um as as a a way of presenting a new ui view you know present it as a card or whatever you would call it um Mm. As you said, yeah, the back button is making less and less sense. Having anything in the navigation bar is making less and less sense. Um, yeah. I think that's one of the things that Android got right, having it down the bottom. Do you think... Yeah, I think I, I think just swipe left works really well, though. That's my preferred thing, because like my natural thumb position or whatever is probably around midway. Mm. You know, it, it's not, but I'm left-handed as well. So the Android back button causes me no end of, of problems. <laughs> um, Actually, one-handed keyboard is pretty cool in iOS. Have that's, you that's used use. it in anger? No, it's just kind of, you know, I guess. Like, now what's, what what yeah. is it like? I've looked at the video, but I don't get how it's any more one-handed than. It's just more the, compact. It takes up about three quarters of the screen, maybe. So you can yeah. reach everything definitely with one hand without stretching, um, especially yeah. on the the plus. I suppose one. you're on the plus, yeah. Yeah. Because I was just thinking, like, if I if I had that on the the regular seven, I would just 
increase the amount of typos that that I would make. Yeah, I, I do find the keyboard is a um, there's there's a few bugs in it. A lot of times I'm typing and it starts capitalizing words. Um, right. So if you get weird text messages from me in our group, it's because the phone is just like capitalizing stuff. And I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> yeah, because I've all I've all auto correct everything turned off. So I just yeah, that's just, interesting. If I type, I get what I hit, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't use any of the, the autocorrect or any of the, I think I still have the the capital letters on, but if I ask anyone to like send a text for me, um, God help them. They're like, what's wrong with your phone? Your keyboard doesn't work. And I'm like, no, your hands don't work. So but, um, what you see is you know, what you hit. Yeah, because I wanted to do, like, if like I do a lot of typing that isn't text in the, you know, like if I'm, uh, terminaling into to something on on my iPhone or if I'm doing some um just just more emergency stuff but I just I just want to be at least good with the keyboard for that stuff and not be like oh I can type no problem with autocorrect and everything on and then be as slow as a week when I have to do something without it you know so I just decided to turn it off and uh yeah it's it's fine mm-hmm. I was using a Microsoft Surface this week or oh, last yeah. week even how much time did you get with it? A good amount of time. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get some software running on it. Um, I was I was using a third party keyboard on it, and it makes you really appreciate the Apple keyboard because if I went to tap something with my finger, the the movement of tapping it took as a swipe as well. So I'd go to tap something, the mouse would move up, and I clicked the wrong thing. I'm like, <laughs> um, I don't know who made that keyboard, but it was really good for typing but not so much for the trackpad. So I found myself sometimes just either pressing the screen or using the pen, but everything's so small on the screen that it's really hard to to get. Like, you know, you kind of, like, you're double tapping a lot of stuff then at times, and that's not intuitive coming from using an iPhone where everything is a single tap. You're double tapping with a pen or double tapping with your finger. It's, it's not great. Um, and I know, like... You know, the iPad isn't a laptop replacement, but then again, I don't think the Surface is a good medium there either. Uh, I I don't know. I think stuff needs to be bigger and you can probably change all that stuff in the OS, but I just kind of found it a little kind of small. Everything was a bit small to kind of hit um, and that wasn't pleasurable to use then really. So it's gone now. I don't have to use it hopefully anymore. <laughs> so was there anything in it that like you thought... Because I see a lot of surfaces around the past six months. Um, they're clearly popular with this certain kind of segment of the population. Did you see anything that, like, you thought, eh, this is better than what Apple are doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know, the fact that it can run, you know, Windows apps is great. Um, like, the iPad isn't that, you know, it can't run, you know, Mac OS apps and stuff like that, but... No, I hate using Windows. I really, really hate using Windows. I find it. I mean, there's there's a few things in there now that I was kind of figuring out. You can just press the Windows button and start typing and it will search for stuff. Um, but yeah, just kind of navigation wise, moving between apps and stuff like that, I found a little bit harder. I never I never got the thing. If you hit the, the documents folder, it pops up a small preview of each of the folders and then you have to find out which one you want and then you have to click it, whereas in Finder, I guess, it brings everything to the front. Mac is very good at bringing 
all the application of the same type to the front and then you can kind of quickly switch between them by like you know uh command and that's that button tilde stuff like that so i don't know i just find navigation i'm just used to navigation so maybe after a month i'd get back into navigation properly on windows but yeah it wasn't really didn't have a fun experience on it uh, yeah needs a better ui so at work somebody said to me that they felt that uh I guess so. I, I work in a, a small team of iOS devs, and somebody was sort of commenting that like iOS devs or Mac users in general are quite prejudiced towards other platforms. Do you think that's true? Like that we're less tolerant of. Dave, um, well, I, I think there's there's two ways about it. One, I worked like I, I worked ten years at a window shop, and I ten years of Windows wanted. Dave. I want yeah. Um, there's a there's an Oscar-winning performance in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> I, I'd personally nominate my my uh, my migration to Exchange Server 2003 as the <laughs> the highlight. Um, but um, I like to thank my I mom not, and Reg Edit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, and uh, I, I I I could not do that shit at home, like because I had like I I had a absolutely maxed out uh dell xps at the time like it was it was an absolute beast like i mean you could actually get burns off of off of it it was so it ran so hot like with Mm. um graphics card everything it was uh the first of the core two duos that came out so that will tell you how long ago that was and just everything like was so I had to fix my computer. I had to install things and uninstall things and things got messed up and, you know, and I just kind of had enough. And by at the, the end of uh, two years uh, with that machine, um, I'd been, I'd started administrating, I'd, I'd been uh, looking after the Macs as well since OS, oh, I don't want to talk about it, but there was still OS 9 Macs there and we'd got a huge amount of the, the OS 10 ones so I had to I had to set them up and everything and they were just gorgeous and I was like this is this is it um this is the time to jump and I got the 2008 MacBook and that was the end of it and it coincided with iOS development nicely as well so yeah. could not do it. I think, like, literally, I do think, like, I still use Windows every single day. I still use Linux every single day. I still use a Mac every single day. Windows randomly shuts down on me while I'm trying to do presentations. Um, you know, um, Linux is fine. It is what it is. It does what it does. Um, no problem with that. Not going to use it on a desktop. It can run my servers. Windows isn't there. The hardware isn't there. The trackpads aren't there. They're just, it's not prejudice. Is it prejudice if it's true, like? I mean, <laughs> there's there's a definite superiority to the platform and there are definite drawbacks as well. But it's literally about which bits fit you. And one of the things is I don't want to have to administrate my PC at home. I don't want to have to do anything like that. And I don't. If I have had to do, like, literally the only thing I have to do is clean out the old podcast recordings because they take up all my disk space. That's all I have to do, and the Mac just keeps working. I've is, never had that with a 
with a Windows machine. I've had to like uninstall and reinstall the .NET frameworks three times, do a rollback to this, do that. And it still happens. Still, you know. So is there anything that you wish at this stage that macOS would take from Windows? Is there anything that, yeah, like that you find useful? Like I was thinking things like keyboard shortcuts, which historically uh, Windows has been better at. I don't know. I think they're the ones I use are fairly between platforms. Like they, they tend to work fairly similarly. And I have I used to use things. I used to use all those sort of fancy system wide hotkeys and stuff on Windows back in the day. I was total nerd. Like um, what was that thing called? Auto hotkey or some something like that. Anyway, and you could set to do all sorts of magic stuff. Um, and then I just didn't need to do that stuff on the Mac. You know, and I came when I came to the Mac as well. I was pure Windows, like I was like, "Oh, I'll download this, and where's my virus scanner?" And you know, all all that those sort of horrible stuff, like because we we just corporate policy, we had to do that at work anyway. Um, so then when I when I got it, I was like, "Yeah," and just didn't have to do anything. Don't have to do anything. It just works. It still just works. I'm very lucky, perhaps, and and the same with the phone. You know. Um, and my iPad, even my my trusty iPad too. I have not had this longevity out of any other piece of hardware or software or, you know, my iPhone 4 is still floating around. There's someone using it. Uh, yeah. My 2008 MacBook is still in daily use. Um, that Dell XPS that I paid twice as much as the laptop for is in a heap somewhere with missing parts because the mm-hmm. screws all fell out. You know, I, I just, I've, I've I had enough. Maybe it's changed, but... I, I think it's it. It, it's it's an age thing as well where we used to tinker a lot more when we were younger with stuff like like hacking the PSPs and stuff like that but as someone yeah. says you, you, you're never chasing um, new firmware updates for your phone or you're never trying to half fix your phone because something doesn't work in it um, you get three or four years out of every phone because the, the firmware updates are always there for you um, and you're always getting the latest features and it's they said, you know, everything works well where people say Apple don't invent anything, but they perf- not maybe not perfect it, but they get a pretty good, you know, um, touch ID, trackpads, really good build laptops and stuff like that. You're getting premium build stuff and it kind of when you're going back over to another platform, you miss certain things, you get used to certain things and guess that's why the, you know people think you're prejudiced because you're like oh it's better on mac but it, it's it's just a quality thing i think you're guaranteed quality always i uh, yeah i wouldn't i'd just say that the the baseline of quality is higher how much yeah. higher i don't know but it's and again it's not to say you can't have catastrophic experiences on all systems blah blah i've been there done that lock the keys in the server room you know but mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the competitors are definitely getting better, but it is. But I'm I'm not going to take a chance because they're charging. They're uh, the good, the good stuff is nearly the same price as a MacBook, and there is not a touchpad that's as good, like a trackpad or whatever. Like that, that trackpad is enough to lock me into Mac for life. Yes, just because it's 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 an extension of my being. You know, and then if I if I use any other trackpad, if I have to use, like if I'm helping 
oh god like helping students on their whatever random windows pc it is like you'd swear i'd never used a computer in my life i'm like which way do you scroll sonny is it two fingers or just one over on the right hand side (laughs) you know and it's it you know it's awful it's just awful and then having to to uninstall the wrong version of .NET because something doesn't work with that version and redo this and reinstall that and oh and again maybe they fix that but that doesn't stop it from happening you know I've had no problems with .NET on my my Mac <laughs> I can just delete the entire folder and put it back in there it doesn't have its hook its hooks in the system in the same way yeah not prejudice just better <laughs> so Dave having has, said that um, like I will definitely buy a computer for video games and stuff like that Mac doesn't doesn't cover it all so speaking of purchases Dave earlier on in the year you were talking about maybe getting a PlayStation or like is the iPad yeah. going to eat up all your budget on that front it's not so much budget it's it's time budget like I just I could buy a PlayStation but when am I going to get to play it? Like, you know, something has to give. And that's it more than more than anything, you know. Um, it's just just time. You know, as I said, I can't wait until uh, till Jacob's like, um, Daddy, can I have a PlayStation 5? And I'll be like, oh my God, yes, <laughs> Why, you can. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, and, and see what the story is there with, with that then, you know. Um, but, but other than that, I don't know. God. Um still have my playstation 3 if you ever want it yeah i still have my xbox 360 um and the amount of time it's it's telling like they still make new games for that i'm sure and mm-hmm. um yeah no i think you don't want to be an event like when grand theft auto 6 comes out or maybe uh red dead whatever um revolution dance uh. dance revolution Dancing Cowboys, whatever the sequel to Red Dead Redemption is, um, that might be enough to make me to make me get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'll just, you know, fit in some time here and there. Um, Speaking of purchases, Baz, have you any recent big purchases to talk about? Do you want to talk (laughs) about? I bought a car. Oh, my God. Finally bought a car after all these years. And now I'm broke. Yeah. Welcome to car ownership. Oh God! Oh, and I got my insurance today, and I got yeah lambasted for that. And yeah, it's, it's very expensive. So How many thousands? Many. Yeah, uh, yeah. So many. I have a question for you, Baz. I suppose, and you can talk as little or as much about your choice of car. But like, did you? You know, we talk about computers all the time and comparing specs and and stuff. Did you? How did you approach? the purchase of a car given that for a lot of people that's a similar sort of you know comparing a specifications and you know trying to get the best sort of value or best configuration or whatever um yeah i just kind of i'd end up going for a golf um i guess it's that's seen a good as a nerd good car. car i think yeah it's a safe car it's a good car um i mean yeah i know nothing about cars really but How to many me, that was kind of is it? Um, many. Um, I, yeah, it was. I like golfs. I guess they appeal to me. I see them. And I go, "That's a nice looking car. It's, it's a decent looking car." Um, I, I think it just did the job. It was like I got f- five doors in it. 
It's got an okay engine. <laughs> it goes room. Yeah. It go, it's got alloys on it, which are pure class. <laughs> um, I, I love the way your mom is trying to sell to me. He goes like, you know, it's got like, um, it's got like the, the skirting on it as well. You know, that's, that's, I, I guess you could get skirting on it where it's just kind of black and plastic and stuff, but it was the same as the body. And I was like, yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is is there much evidence of software in this car? No, it's 2008, so okay, not much. So okay. no kind of touch screen or no, anything no, like no. that? No car player, Android. <laughs> nope. CD player. Pet- petrol or diesel? Petrol. I got a full tank thrown in, which is nice. Fair play. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom is probably just laughing at me. You know, it's, it's the same thing. You go in and they're like can't go any lower can't go any lower and you still know they made like four grand or something on it and you're just like fuck's sake Dave are you holding yeah, on to like the vehicle ah yeah this car is class so Buzz what year did you say yours was 08 uh, 08 yeah and Dave's is also 08 yep and mine is also 08 so we both we oh, all drive right. nine year old cars and for anyone who isn't from Ireland listening, the tax bans changed for cars in 2008, which results in any car being older than 2008 being seriously undesirable. Yeah, that's um, the reason. So basically that, that not only do we drive well. old cars, but if we could, we would drive even older cars. Yeah, we would. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> I mean, I get 56 miles to the gallon, I'm happy. Um, I don't know what that is in metric. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the, the 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 thing the hundred kilometers per liter or whatever makes no sense to me. Intuitively, per like, kilometers, like, yeah, because it's reverse. Yeah, I'm like I have no, I I don't I'm I I don't have an intuitive grasp of it at all. Um, is that your last remaining so just, imperial unit? Like, is there anything stones, else? Like you're still height? taking stones as well, stones and height. I think and still. What about yeah, height? I still, I, so, st- so height in, intuitive. See, I know I'm 185 centimeters, but I still don't think. Yeah, that. I think brag, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I, you, I don't know. You have to know it for certain places, like the the Apple Watch. I don't think. for certain sites is it where you register? Uh-huh. Uh, the Apple Watch, I think, asks for your height in <laughs> centimeters, so you have to convert it. Google. Yeah. Tom's and I think it's, it's weird because uh, we all, we learned, I learned metric in school. Like yeah. there was no imperial in school at all. It no. was just from, uh, passed down from the other generation, I suppose. But like, I mean, your weighing scales and your tape measures were still, yeah, you know, in stone. That's and it. they had kilograms yeah. and centimeters, but yeah, your parents went off it. So you kept doing it as well. That's it. Yeah. And like, even, even like it, which is very confusing for me, like, I use pounds for weightlifting because mm-hmm. I understand it, but then no one else does. And they're like, how many kgs is that? And I'm like, I have no idea. Just divide it by two or <laughs> divide it by two or something and make it look good. I don't know. It's much more impressive to, to, to say that you can lift like a thousand pounds or whatever than like 400 and something kgs. Hold on. Yeah. Either way, that's still super impressive because it's a it lot. Is. Can you lift, oh, yeah, can but you lift like, 400 kg? Not all, no, not all at once. It's the combination of three of your three lifts your um deadlift squat and your bench press so you'd you'd kind of maybe average 330 pounds on each one it's 150 kg maybe something like that yeah 
So you're actually yeah, like quite there. like you've got a lot of things then. Do you think that that's the thing though, where like if the imperial number is bigger? Ah, uh, yeah. Even if fifteen centimeters sounds more impressive, does it? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Paz is one hundred and eighty-five <laughs> centimeters. Yeah, I am. It's not convenient. It's not convenient. It sounds a lot. <laughs> it's like Dave and his weightlifting. Yeah, but you know, it's not convenient when you're in like small seats. <laughs> it's not Ryanair convenient. I like how I can. I like how I conveniently dodged the. Uh, the amount of weather I can actually lift that much. <laughs> Do you even lift, Dave? <laughs> Only on Tuesdays. That's good enough. Um, geez, we're we're off of weird topics tonight. I know it's one of those weeks. Um, really speaking good of tech uh, to talk about, oh, your man Travis is gone. Who? Travis. Uber. Boober. Oh yeah. What did he say? Something sexist. <laughs> what did he say? Something sexist. <laughs> that was it. Did he say they all have lovely bottoms or something? or <laughs> Something like that. And, a, and then some. Oh. So can I tell you so guys a story? Uh, yeah. Kind of it's related long as to, it's sexist. No, it's not sexist. So I am currently working in a shared office. And there's a guy in our room who's a bit noisy and he works for a startup and he has to make a lot of calls and i have to admit that in my head i get a little bit irritated with him right because he's making calls all the time so without revealing his startup today he uttered the uh, immortal words as the recruitment startup so on the phone today he said we're like uber but for bartenders so there you go <laughs> I hope you slapped them. Man. Oh my god. <laughs> they want to be pretty strong bartenders to like lift me home or something. Yeah. Yeah. They want to be le- you know, lifting at least 800 pounds over five lifts. That's it. Yeah. Shared offices are the worst. I always remember my first app development job in Limerick. We were in a shared office and there was a guy that sat across from me and all he used to do was, he, he obviously got money, he got to share space and stuff like that, probably for free. He just watched videos, you know, business videos. But he didn't understand the concept of headphones or something, so he'd plug the headphones into the microphone socket, <laughs> put the headphones on, the audio would be blaring out of the PC. <laughs> he was thinking it was coming into his ears or something like this, and then inevitably, because the videos were so boring, he'd fall asleep and start <laughs> snoring. <laughs> It's just like, oh. anyway, I'd love to, I'd love to know how his company is doing. What's, what Whatever is it, it was. with talky people? And was that the weather crowd or something? No, I mean, this was, what, two, this was so long ago. I can't even, this is when I worked in AIB upstairs. Not for AIB, oh, but yeah. they had a share space up there. Yeah. Not good. Not good. <laughs> I'm still astonished, especially now, like, programmer salaries are ridiculously high. But it's still really unusual for people to get their own offices. I don't understand it. Yeah, again, if the programmers aren't hiring, the programmers aren't, you know, we need programmers getting MBAs. Then what happens? We can leverage synergy. Uh (laughs) Friends helping friends my ass. I was going to say we need the... 
MBAs to do computer science degrees, but I don't know what what happens then. Maybe you get like noisy sort of algorithm. Maybe that's why we have whiteboard interviews. Maybe the MBAs and the uh, programmers sort of had babies, and that's what we ended up with. <laughs> did you guys see the Scott Forstel video? No, did you? No. Yeah, so it was, um, yeah, John Markoff. It was a discussion with the, the iPhone team. Um, and then they had a discussion with, with uh, Scott Forstel. So just really worth um, listening, lots of personal anecdotes about um, how the iPhone was made, what was happening, what was happening kind of behind the the scenes with carriers and stuff like that. And it talks about them doing the demos for uh, singular AT&T and stuff and, um, you know, uh, flying out to Las Vegas and doing demos and stuff like that. And then... Um, um some kind of stories about uh Steve staving Scott's life with acupuncture or something um <laughs> interesting enough story and just about how he'd visited you know how he was shocked in when when Steve died and how um you know towards the end of his life Steve couldn't couldn't type and he was using Siri for for everything you know wow. um so and he he said he even he had to look up the word skeuomorphic. Mm. <laughs> he, oh, didn't wow. it, he didn't know what it meant. <laughs> and how did he you come know? across in the interview? Because there's been I mean he's been pretty quiet since he left Apple, but uh there have been sort of I guess stories about him being quite a hard taskmaster. Yeah, and again he like he, he kind of alludes to Steve being being exactly that as well um in the interview and it's um it, it's worth the watch yeah seems a, a bit more relatable he's he's softened he's you know um he's still scott forstel you know but uh and he's not working on any on any tech at the moment is so still acting yeah, check. or something oh i don't remember him saying anything about that now okay. but Maybe he was funding plays anyway on Broadway or something at at some stage. Yeah, um, I think. But yeah, so he's he's not working on any new tech, and that's and that's it. But who knows? You guys seen any anything interesting this week, tech wise? The only the, the coolest thing I saw this week, I don't know if you saw, it, was the AR kit demo with the measuring tape. That was unreal. The Death Star one was pretty cool as well. Oh, I didn't um, see that one now. Or the moon one, sorry, it wasn't a Death Star. Oh, the moon, the moon one with the, the lander <laughs> landing on it? Is this the yeah, one where, where yeah. it lands into <laughs> a swimming pool? i seen that one. That's the SpaceX rocket from Tesla guys. SpaceX team. That's pretty cool as well. Yeah, that, that Twitter account is brilliant. Made with yeah. ARKit. Um, just I started following them. Yeah, it's it's just really cool because I, I was to- totally amazed by the measuring tape one. Um, did you see it, Thomas? The... The tape measure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. And it seems like unreasonably accurate for what, like, I I suppose I didn't, like, when I'm, I'm seeing all these demos coming out and the magnitude of what they've actually done is really starting to, to hit me, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I knew technically what was possible. I knew, you know, but the combination of that and scene kit and everything, like, it, it really, it really comes together and... I'm really excited. We should have an AR jam. We should. 
where it's just us. <laughs> so yeah, or uh, like you pointed at bread and <laughs> literally augmented reality. This is Jane. bread. This is not bread. Yeah. Bread. <laughs> Do you... I was thinking about this the other day, you know, like new technologies come along and I can't remember what they call the curve where there's like at the start there's over enthusiasm and then there's a kind of a sea of despondency and then the third phase is that actually a certain technology the technology does become useful but in fairly niche applications like I wonder will the same QR codes what (laughs) QR codes Yeah. yeah there's some people still banging that drum well we got ARKit and qr codes in the same version of ios you know <laughs> like i i am um, it's quite interesting i saw a story i think this week or last week they released an update to google glass yeah for the first time in like well, what was the update then to it i think it was just a minor software update um because I think stuff had stopped working. Um, I bet someone inside in there in Google was like, they bought a pair <laughs> and they wanted to update them for themselves. And they're like, well, I might as well stick this out for everyone else. But it came out at that time that there was, an, I think it was on Hacker News, but this Australian medical researcher was desperately trying to get their hands on a few pairs of Google glasses for medical research and could not find them. And I just thought it was an interesting story in that, like, Google Glass was released as a consumer product and failed as a consumer product. But actually, that form of augmented reality, and, you know, here was somebody who's desperately trying to find them for a medical uh, application. Like, you know, super powerful in in some sort of, like, work scenarios, some some enterprise uh, uses, so... Yeah, I just wondered, is that the same thing that will happen with ARKit? That, like, it won't necessarily be a useful thing for everybody, for everything, but we'll find some really powerful niches. Where pre- yeah, and no one has to buy a second expensive bit of hardware. They already <laughs> bought the one bit of expensive hardware, so, you know, it's the mass market, I guess, they have there. There's no, I guess there's less risk involved in it, right? So I guess if that takes off in our kit, they can look at maybe then moving into the glasses um, as a product later on. Yeah, and I think, like, I mean, it's uh, air kit is a fairly good d- device coverage, you know. Um, I think mm-hmm. all 64-bit phones, so every every phone that will get iOS 11, as far as I know. Um, really? My iPad Mini 4 doesn't have it. Oh, uh, it's the A9 and the A10 processor. I think it's only That's, phones. Um, right, it's okay. only the newest, only the newest iPad okay, non-pro yes. gets it. Um, the 2017 iPad. But I think I think nearly all it, go, it goes back to the SE and the the six. Um, you know, so it's it's quite a sizable chunk of the the population. Mm-hmm. I think much more. It's going to drive like i think you're i think realistically what we're going to see here is typical of what kind of happened with um android pay you know it took apple to figure things out and to get things moving and then somehow we ended up with android pay before apple pay in this country (laughs) yeah you know i know there was google wallet but we don't talk about that we don't talk Um, about the other wallet 
That's it. Yeah, very excited. Very we anything else? So, so yeah, sorry, the SE and the 6S onwards. No, the 6 doesn't get it. So any A9 or A10 chip. So the SE has it? Yeah. Interesting. I should have bought an SE last year. Uh, no air um, kit for you. Yeah, so stuff has been, I guess it's the summer again. I think we experienced this last year. Stuff is a bit quieter for the next few months. But we do have an amazing reality TV show. <laughs> and last week we did spin it off into its separate episode. But are we going to keep it into this episode? We got, we, I have to say, we got a surprisingly good reaction for our shambolic uh, argument. <laughs> we did. <laughs> what, 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 what kind we of reaction should, did we get? I, we should just argue it. the whole time. The, there were people yeah. on Twitter sort of, yeah. People on Twitter said just, positive yeah, just, things. Yeah, more than more than on average, I'd imagine. I think, yeah. or, although we are getting less frequent with our with our releases, so it could just be pent up. Uh... <laughs> I'm glad you made the right decision, though, Dave. Canonical numbering is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. In the end, in the end, in the end. So it was worth the fight, though, Thomas. I think we just wanted to disagree with you. <laughs> So what Makes for episode, compelling listening. So what episode of Pota are we up Pota? to? Uh, three. So, so four is on tonight, Dave, is it? Yeah, five AM our time, I think it comes out, which is ridiculous. Okay. It's like so, nine PM. It's like prime time on West Coast America or something stupid like that. How many episodes are it gonna be? Because I signed up for one month of free Apple Music today. Ten. Flip. <laughs> we, we, we can have a viewing party. Um, yeah, if you guys can screen. Gr- come uh, over to my gap. We'll watch Plant of the Apps and then listen to my 15 favorite albums. It'd be great. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, you could get that done in a day. <laughs> so, Dave, beforehand, I think you were saying that the appeal has worn off. On, after the first initial episode and watching the subsequent two and three, then it's worn off a little bit for you. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's still it's still really good, but I think it's you know it's so dependent on the mentors and so dependent on the 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 stuff that they that they get that I think week to week it's fairly variable. I definitely that that was kind of my feeling after after episode two, but after episode three, I think it's it's kind of picked up a bit again. Mm. But uh, overall, like there's some very interesting apps, there's some very interesting tech, and I just. Some it's it's just the the difference in what's happening with the the mentors as well. Like, um, I suppose we'll we'll talk about it on a on a case by case basis. Um, really, you know, it's it's kind of some of them are just kind of like, yeah, well, you just need to go and do what you feel, and then others of them are like, here's a million things you need to oh do. Oh my god, Will you I know? am is a nutter. So he is actually insane. Since the last yeah, review, in in, in a great way but yeah 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 so our last review we talked a lot about jessica alba and gary v oh my god jessica alba i'm sorry <laughs> now but like she's just you said the j looking. word thomas <laughs> <laughs> she, she she's yeah she's very good looking sorry she's very distracting i think now's a good time to uh remind <laughs> everyone that baz is uh 185 centimeters in height 
And not Protestant. And can probably lift <laughs> 600 pounds over... 700. Come over on. 10 sessions. Weeks. <laughs> so, um, to the other two mentors that, that I guess since the last time we reviewed this, we didn't hear very much from was Will I Am and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Gwyneth actually scored two of the um, apps in the last one in, in the last two episodes. And is she um, an two from? F- well, did you see the thing where NASA came out during the week and told her that products she's selling have no scientific basis? So that's in my mind while I'm watching this, but. She's quite good, I think. Um, and I think she's just oh, oh, whatever she's shilling. Uh, NASA. Like, yeah. Do you remember like those medical bracelets that were out for the time? They had like magnets in them and they right. centered your chakras and all that kind of crap. I don't know. She's selling something like that. And NASA themselves came out, maybe employees of NASA and said. They made a claim that it was that it used the same technology as NASA's spacesuits used oh, to monitor vitals okay. and life signs. And then oh. NASA were like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Basically, yeah. with, with, the, with almost the same intonation, I can imagine, as as I said it there. But yeah. you, you know when you get to the stage, you're just like, you stick your name to everything, like crusty products. She believes it, though. <laughs> She's all about the homeopathy and the... Thomas, of course she believes it. She's getting paid for it. It's called selling out. <laughs> I do it all the time. Well, Am doesn't uh, sell out, though. He's just mad. Will I am doesn't know what he's doing, but he's somehow doing it, and he's successful. He's amazing. <laughs> he's really smart as well. Like I mean, he's, he's actually smart. like it's. I I just like I, I think it's so easy to write him off, um, based on what he presents, which is just like, you know, like someone picks him and he goes, "Oh my God, it's because I got gold shoes!" Like, and then he does a dance, <laughs> like, do you know? And then at the same time. Like he's picking apart people's AI and knows yep. exactly what it is. And, st- you know, like, I mean, and the, the ideas he's coming up with, like, even if they're not great, just the fact that he has that many ideas, like, I'd be like, oh, well, maybe we could, like, make it orange, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or something. And he's like, okay, well, I want, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him on a, on a case-by-case basis, I suppose, to get into it. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, the two of them, as you said, we, we didn't see too much of him. Um, they're both good. I think there's definitely there's differences in the apps from where they are and where they need to be that I suppose would dictate what the mentors really need to do as well. So it's um you know, it's interesting how they how they kind of adapt to that. So I think yeah, we, we saw we, a few that didn't yeah, we'll start with uh, episode two. We just go through the apps that got picked. So you have six of them? Well, two of them got denied. So it seems like oh, okay. tr- they show three per yeah. per episode and two of them get selected. And then one of them gets passed and gets the elevator pitch. Yeah. yeah. So quickly, the first one was um, a guy with his daughter and it was the daughter's idea. It was an e-ink screen in the in a backpack and she could send photos to it and write on it. Um, and but it's on her back. Surprised. It's on a backpack. It's it's yeah so she can have pictures in her backpack she can personalize her backpack um i don't know thomas it's a kid's thing (laughs) but what got me was when they asked him how much he'd made or uh, borrowed he'd borrowed nine hundred thousand from friends and family yeah and all he had was this backpack that was falling apart with an e-ink display in it that's a lot of 2008 cars 
my god and it then, is um just <laughs> 2017 cars depending on where you shop yeah just Alba was just like my kids have something like this where they can put pictures in their backpack but they get bored of it after two or three weeks so no no one said no to him it, i mean his pitch made no sense to me when they were coming down because until they showed the backpack with the pictures in it the girl was talking about having a new picture in her backpack every day and it's like what do you want about but i don't know maybe having a cute kid or something they kind of gave them a bit more time um, yeah it's it's the kind of thing like i mean i know kids and mm-hmm. that would just be so broken yeah it was heartbreaking when she left and she was like they didn't pick us daddy and i was like oh jeez it's kind of it kind of felt a bit like the dad was pushing the kid too much and it wasn't really the kid's thing but it was really like the dad had invested in this thing a lot and it was that was kind of yeah do you really find jessica alba attractive yeah, I did because I didn't. Know I, what, I think it was from. I didn't know what she looked like, and I'm just looking at an image search. Is she a singer? No, she's an actress. I guess I mean, you remember that the Dark Angel when we were younger, that TV show. Oh yeah, still have a thing for barcodes on necks. Yeah, um, she's I very guess bad, that's my bad teenage at lipstick. <laughs> over the place. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought I'd say that. Like you, you really find her good okay. looking. She's ridiculous. <laughs> Just a bit. Oh, I don't know. Shut up, Thomas. She'd be less than 185 centimeters anyway. That's because the 15 women you like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who might be 185 centimeters actually? Who? It's Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Really? The, the, so the two girls, um, the two women that she picked, um, both very intelligent blondes who looked very similar to each other but anytime Gwendopatra stood next to them she was about a foot taller than both of them uh, so I kind of thought it was kind of funny that she picked very similar looking people and very similar height people but and I according think to Google she's 5'9 but she's probably wearing heels probably but I thought the two apps that she picked were fantastic oh yeah um, really good so I suppose we'll go in from the second episode the first one was dough shopping do you want to mm. talk about that, Dave? Yeah, so this I I'm still trying to figure out exactly how it works based on mm. what they've what they've put out. Um, don't want to get too much into it in in terms of trying to figure out how much what it actually does because it doesn't work in Ireland, um, or it doesn't ship to Ireland. So basically, it is as is one app and multiple multiple stores. So what they're actually after doing is they're after writing an app that serves as a front end to hundreds of retailers online stores. Um, essentially scraping their content and putting it into their app and allowing you to purchase from any store using the data that you've given to this app. So you give your details to this app and then you can just buy from hundreds of online stores. All mm. all fashion. All, you know, American fashion stuff. Yeah. So it's a really good idea because instead of individual apps, yeah, and never having to leave the app is a big thing. The, the, the yeah. payment purchase she went through a whole okay i want that i want to pick the color i want to pick the size and I want to buy it and it was done you know in 30 seconds yeah and what the thing that isn't clear to me and i i just haven't really looked into it too much is uh, i read their faq and it just says that they use brain tree for payments okay so standard enough payment api but are they 
charging are they charging you themselves and are then they giving their credit card details to the retailer or are they passing through your credit card details which i can't imagine is something that's allowed yeah you know so i'd imagine they'd have to be proxying the payment onto their own yeah card i'd say so and they have yeah and they have automated scripts or whatever to headless browsers to actually submit the the orders then which i found interesting i'm I'm imagining i don't actually know they'd have to go through filling out the whole payment system stuff somehow well i'd imagine that they have their account on each one of those sites and then they just put in the shipping address then and the user yeah and they yeah just ship to and just their own username you know, so then that's that's it, I'd imagine. Yeah. It's, Pay, it's returns the, and stuff would be a hassle, but it, it you know, brilliant idea. Managed yeah. to pull it off. Seems like an absolute mountain of work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the type yeah. of app I would never think of making, but it's it's an obvious one. Um, and if someone gets it right, hopefully they get it right. And, you know, they were talking about Amazon being a potential buyer of the app in the future. Um it would integrate, I guess, well with them. Mm. So they got that was that was kind of cool. They'd given her, they'd offered her five million. She wanted like half a million, I think. They'd offer her five, gave her an evaluation of sixteen million for the company, and she was kind of like, obviously, very thankful for the offer, but pushed back on them. I was like, um, I want a thirty million evaluation on the company if i'm going to go forward you know it needs to be up at that um so they settled on 20 million and evaluation with a 5 million uh investment so fair play it does get a bit jargony around that stage um it gets a bit business jargony <laughs> and I'm lost. it does and it's hilarious like as well like um uh your man uh jeremy i think it is on the mm-hmm on the investment team like i mean the way he brings things up and says things is you know like um you know even in the the first episode he's like but he owns the maps you know yeah <laughs> he's uh he's he's very enthusiastic about about things he is and i think later on in the third episode he did bring it up a bit more um and was right about well you're you're kind of using bullshit bingo uh, the person looking for investment um and he kind of called them out on that a little bit um, uh, definitely yeah so do you want to talk about the will i am guy with tracks sorry yeah so yeah. yeah so tracks then uh fitness companion your man basically came down the ramp with a very basic fox on an apple watch and the more exercise you did the happier your fox was that was that was pretty much it um by the time so um basically will i am said yes uh, went green for him or whatever he'd raised no money it was just himself and a designer um it was very polished very very well done and then gary kind of swiped in and was like actually i see where you're going with this and he kind of brought the, <laughs> the the branding aspect to it he was like we're going to make that fox the next mickey mouse basically um you know but in the end then um they went with uh will over gary and uh you know uh, will was like i've been with you the whole time and gary's like yeah will's been with you for a whole 11 seconds longer than me <laughs> <laughs> or whatever like you know um that was good but right. it was then like will wants the 
all of the ideas. Like he was like, I want the foxes to be able to battle and like uh, I want them to have armor and I want the battles to have scores and I want to be able to talk to the foxes and I want the foxes to be able to like wake me up in the morning and ring me and bring me breakfast. And I want like ridiculous. Like it was just an absolute, it was a stream of consciousness of all these ideas. And then they showed the developer's face. He was just kind of like, yeah, it was the exact same as I said last week, and your man said it this time. It was just like when someone's investing in you and they're coming up with ideas, it's really hard to say no to them. And then he's just like, he went, <laughs> he went to this woman that worked with Will I Am, and kind of sat down and said, "Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of ideas," and she was just like, "Yeah." Whereas he was kind of looking for for advice or maybe for her to ask Will I Am to step back a bit, she was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> no help at all yeah so he did the pitch anyway and it was it was a completely different app by the this time the six weeks had had passed it was more like pokemon go uh, without the ar stuff but with um battles and and stuff um it looked a lot slicker in the six weeks that they had they really improved the looks of it it looked cool oh yeah It, it was it was fantastic like um so they got to the pitch anyway and they were they're interested in it uh they offered 300k investment for 11 percent, and that was that was basically kind of evaluated on the run rate because it was just two of them and they had they had a a lot done so i think the 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 kind of thing was like not to give them too much because what would you do with it Um, i'm trying to wonder here yeah so I was wondering, was there much conflict? And just because I watched two episodes together, I think I'm getting mixed up. But their big thing was that Will I Am has been so influential in it that yeah, that they knew it was the guy's idea, the initial idea. But everything else that was brought into it to kind of, you know, pad it out and make it a lot more impressive was Will I Am's ideas. And they're like, you know, they're gonna lose Will I Am because they'll invest in him. So Will I Am is gonna step back away from this project. Um. So they're wondering then, you know, could this guy deliver kind of, I guess, crazy ideas as well? And Will I Am's like, no, no, this is all this guy's ideas, you know. Um, so Will I Am was his thought. That was his, yeah, his he completed phrase. his thoughts, and Will I Am was really decent to do that. But you, you knew, you knew that they knew that it was a lot of it was Will I Am's running away with this small idea and pushing it into another completely different realm. Fucking hell, he really. <laughs> He really just went all out in that, didn't he? Yeah. Now they offered the three hundred k investment for eleven percent on the grounds that Will I Am had to come on as oh, a sorry. as a founder or as a uh, co founder or whatever of the app. Okay, but Will I Am probably at that stage has probably moved on with some other crazy idea. He probably <laughs> saw something shiny in the corner and went up over looking at it. The foxes are now aliens. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> That's that's the kind of person I take from him. Uh, yeah, straight yeah, on. Ser- seriously impressed with Will I Am. Like I would, I would mm-hmm. love to to sit down with him and just just see what the hell is going on in there. Yeah. Um, you know. So that is that's episode two. Yeah, we're sure. episode three. Will we start with Jess meet Ken? Yeah. So this is kind of like this is a bit of follow up as well. Um, yes. So it's another dating app. Um, it's it's a kind of a very curated one where guys can't talk to girls unless the girls recommend them or 
recommend what this i don't know it seems like a lot of work yeah pretty much and you have to propose them and you have to say what your relation what the woman has to propose to propose the man for membership and has to yeah. you know state the relationship and xyz and it, it kind of got torn apart pretty much um yeah. and i think was it either gwyneth or um jessica sorry Bess, um that said um do you know what the, the instant thing is, is like well you're proposing him if he's so good why aren't you dating him exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they, 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 they're very good at finding i suppose the holes in the pro- in the product and then kind of like what i was saying last week then will i am started talking about the guy being in the friend zone and calling him tony friend zone <laughs> <laughs> just fantastic it was hilarious they were just laughing at the poor guy while he was standing there going yep that's me the friend zone guy <laughs> oh um so i suppose we'll flip over to the two oh Actually, that was a bad pun there. Uh, so we move over to the ne- the two apps because one of them is called Flip. Um, so there was Olivia AI and Flip. Um, do you want to talk about Olivia AI? The- yeah. So um, the basically it's a kind of a it's an app for the the avocado toast eating millennial. Um, yeah that wants to figure out if they can spend their money or not without having to do maths. So basically, Olivia AI connects to your bank account, pulls in all the details, and figures out, it categorizes the transactions and lets you know what you have to spend in the month. So it obviously knows that this is much as rent, this is gas, electricity, whatever. And then it subtracts all of the the must-haves, and then it gives you... um, the amount of safe money that you can spend in the month, basically. Mm-hmm. And they had half a million in, in funding before they, they came down here. And I think all four of them uh, went ahead and, and offered to, to be a mentor. So it's it, it was interesting watching them as well because... Like, they she she kind of got... Not, not savage-like, but got called out on the AI part of it you know yeah. um there was a there was a can i buy this item feature and there's a bit of a chat bot that you can talk to about your item and how much is it and yeah you can buy this or you can't you know and it just it just kind of um lets you know realistically um not not it's a different approach to a budgeting app and i'm one that i'm sure it's one that i'm sure um loads of people will will like um the, the interface is fantastic and i think for the messaging stuff yeah no, the interface is fantastic the idea behind it is fantastic yeah it's you know it's like will i am is like ai that's just a little chatbot you know exactly yeah <laughs> if she just removed that ai stuff from it yeah if she removed the ai stuff it would see it's it's marketing though like it's that's not for the investors like that's do you know someone's going to be like oh my god ai is going to help me with my money this is amazing like it's a very calculated inclusion of ai True. from a marketing point of view not like what i am is like it's just a chatbot yeah it is great does it mean it's not ai like i mean there's and they, they alluded to it in the they they kind of brought it up again they were in the the investor pitch it was like it's not hard ai like it's not neural net it's not you know mm-hmm. and like Machine, it isn't yeah. but like do you know okay it's it's ai from the 80s 
but does that mean it's not AI anymore? Like rules based AI prologue? I mean, Jesus, we yeah. suffered through it, Baz. It's I, I'm, I, lo- I love I'm, prologue. <laughs> I'm god, I'm goddamn saying that I did AI because that was so painful. Like, but the the idea behind the investment is that they can improve this and they could look at how they could definitely add AI to the product and improve maybe predictions and stuff like that. Yeah, like it was it was kind of like, oh, if you shop on a Wednesday night at this look grocery instead of the other grocery that you use, you could potentially save 20 percent, you know, that kind I mean, of a yeah, that that's kind machine of a thing. learning in a way, you know, where it could eventually just start going out and finding places that you like to go and, you that's know, it. constantly searching and getting more and more data and giving you smarter options. I mean, she couldn't put everything into the app right in one go. We know that. But what she no, had this- put in was... Really and for the amount of money they raised and for there being it was a small enough team like mm-hmm. i think bang up job for for what was there like i wouldn't i wouldn't be like uh, you know I, I just think what was there was was great yeah no it was really good uh, definitely look it up thomas the the interface was like um just like iMessage. okay but you're instead of getting choosing what you type you're given options and what you type it's almost like a video game where you're talking to hmm another character and you choose your response it's slick and it's quick and yeah facebook yeah. messenger is kind of similar for its bots as well um mm-hmm. but that would require um, me using facebook messenger so but, uh, gwyneth picked yep uh olivia ai and as Beth Beth said much taller <laughs> it was very funny she picked these two blonde women and because it was washman roll i couldn't tell them apart i might have thought it was the same person from the last one but didn't get investment in it. Um, yeah, just they didn't see the potential in it. I guess. Yeah, but they 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 kind of harped on the AI a bit too yeah, much. I too thought, much. and then the like, I mean, the thing that they said it, it was more of a uh, a vitamin than a painkiller <laughs> or a vitamin, yeah. as we say here, um, than a painkiller, and that people want to just download a budgeting app and be like, oh, great, now I have money again. Do you know, whereas. This is something that requires constant sustained use to be to be of any benefit to the end user, and they found that growth for these types of applications isn't I just, isn't there. I just the appeal for me is stuff like dieting apps or money apps is having to go in constantly and go, okay, I bought lunch today for seven dollars or whatever, having to go in and constantly input your data. The fact that it would go away and pull down all your transactions. It's just a huge benefit. I don't know. There's maybe there is already apps out there to do that, but not having to do that. Is... Yeah, not here. There's like Mint and all the big ones in America, but we're we're sadly uh, for security reasons, I guess. That sort of stuff. <laughs> I was a bit no. I just cause... we're just old. It's, yeah. a, it's 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 handled fairly well. Like I mean, I do imports. I've done imports. Like I can export a CSV from my bank. Mm-hmm. Um, mess around with it in Excel and then upload it to my online budget thing. Mm. You know, I mean, but even uh, look, removing that hassle, it's, yeah, it's cool. it is. You know that 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 that's amazing. Like, and as soon as banks can get together and agree on a format that we can all you know use, please anytime. I'd settle for Apple Pay though. You know, hint hint. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, unfortunately, yeah, she didn't get investment. Which probably I one of the best she... apps that we've seen. Yep, definitely. I think um, an in- innovative, good story, good. You know, well good story but you know um yeah, yeah i, I, I guess good. they kind of went with the this is the first time they kind of went with 
um, a human aspect story, backstory. She has this, an illness and stuff like that. So she has some motor um, issues and stuff like that. Not been able to move her arms and shoulders and stuff. But yeah, pretty cool. Hopefully it gets some traction from, or just some exposure anyway. From the, Yeah, traction from the exposure. Um... Yeah, and everyone then, on Twitter is saying that they're on a waiting list for it anyway, and they're very anxious to get on it because I I did a bit of research, so re- re- reaction has been pretty good. Yeah, I um, thought she was extremely yeah. good as well. Um, ah, yeah. And then the last one was Flip. Flip. Yeah. So this was this is Jessica who because um, <laughs> that was very funny when he had to pick for. Um, he was it was Will I Am versus Jessica that wanted him. He totally had to um, have chosen Will. Well, Will was kind of going from the kind of, you know, brothers kind of angle and stuff like this. And just, but I could tell you could tell he was he was hesitant because he didn't want to from the very start you could tell that he wanted to pick Jessica, but he was hesitant because Will was making a bit of a compelling argument, but his mind was set up. But uh, it was just uh, an auction app for sneakers. eBay is, for the Snapchat generation. Yeah. And I mean, you could see eBay kind of splintering off into those things where it, I suppose sneakers, as they said, it's a billion dollar um, resale industry, not just from buying sneakers, from people buying and reselling sneakers is a billion dollar industry. And if something's that big, you can see kind of apps splitting off or eBay splitting off into those niche kind of markets where people are so interested in sneakers. They don't want to go on eBay and see everything out there. They only just want to look at sneakers. And I guess what his app does is the seller doesn't get to say what price they're going to sell for. They curate everything and then they get to say what the price is going to be, which is interesting because, um, as he said, okay, a pair of Yeezys, might go for buy for two fifty and then sell on eBay for um five hundred. But what they do is they start the auction at seventy percent of the two fifty price, um, which is good for the consumer. But when he did get to the pitch at the end, um, his numbers were a bit weird. And then he was like, "Oh, it sells for one hundred and fifty percent more." But they were like, "That's one hundred and fifty of thirty percent, so it's more like." They sell for 50% of the cost price or the purchasing price. So, I don't know. It sounded a bit weird. Um, And he didn't have all the figures right. He didn't have the monetization right. But the app was slick. I think it did a really good job of what it was meant to do in terms of, you know, selling the product. But the monetization aspect of it wasn't there. Um, Anything else, Dave, you're going to notice from it? Yeah, I think that they, basically they said as well that the market wasn't there, you know, um, and that sneakers wasn't, you know, they weren't essentially going to invest in this on the basis of it just being a sneaker app. You know, it would need to be eBay for the Snapchat generation as opposed to just eBay for the Snapchat generation for sneakers, mm-hmm. um, which is what it was. You know, um, I didn't, I didn't really get what... The whole they, they they did this thing between the six weeks like there was advice and stuff I I don't really know what happened and they had a like a, a pop up shop that you couldn't buy stuff in with it it was I guess it was a way of getting people to download the app but there was no one in the pop up shop 
Probably because Jess Galbo is coming in, so they probably let like ten people in the background. Hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I think it was a good idea. Um, the app looked good, but what they did eventually give him, what they said was, what was the, the They have all these buzzwords as well. So this was the the, the catwalk, was it, or the I don't know Runway. what word it was. <laughs> it, it was some. It was something. It was the term meant that how long you can continue as a company yeah runway yeah runway that's it how how long you can continue being a company without investment so if you have a hundred thousand saved up you can go for six months so he said they pull in about or they they spend outgoings is about 20 grand a month so your man said okay look if that's 25 that's three hundred thousand a year we'll give you um a runway of three hundred thousand and in that time in the next year you need to figure out monetization from the app which is cool I think like, mm. you know, why not do that with the Olivier AI, you know, don't give her whatever the five million or whatever million she needed. Why not just kind of invest in her for the year? See, can she figure out an AI angle from it um, or any other things? Because the product was so good. Her product was so good. Mm. I don't see why they couldn't invest it, that exact same model in for her and why they invested it in for this flip guy not to say that he shouldn't have deserved it um but that sem- that seemed like a good middle road i guess for them mm. Mm. i don't know anyway another episode and next that's, week and that's poda <laughs> that's poda and you should probably say it's planet of the apps in case people don't <laughs> don't yeah, have any yeah. idea what we're talking so, about yeah that's planet of the apps on apple music um you need an app music account unfortunately to watch it but you can maybe sign up for a couple of months free with apple music if you're interested or wait till the end and watch them all at once <laughs> binge on it so we've got uh um, stuff that's making us happy yeah well i'll quickly i think we already talked about mine but getting a car finally <laughs> is making me very very happy what color is it it is red i uh, guess it's kind of like um, a rusty metallic color okay. do you not see it and that sends you a photo no oh, no okay and go and find how many gigaflops it is i told you many and, and, and the ram and stuff yeah so the price is on it but i paid less than that obviously <laughs> so dave what do you got Mm-mm-mm. or do you want me to go um i want to say gone home because that made me a very happy video game that uh baz sorted me out with this week Ooh. do you oh, know that's, that's the nice. fourth time i've bought that for people why very nice oh i love the the live photo that's class baz a uh, good price too yeah i got it for less but yeah oh, yeah oh, yeah well i'm assuming that yeah mm-hmm. no, decent yeah so um uh gone home anyway just really fantastic it was really not what i was expecting um played fairly decent my mac sounded like it was going to take off of course of the macbook air mm, yeah, yeah. but um it the, the settings were fine it ran perfectly there's nothing really performance intensive about it 3d walking around solving a, a bit of a mystery um at the Can very start out? At the start, yeah, but then, like, because I, I, I knew what it was, and I knew that it wasn't a horror, or, a, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be, like, zombies jumping out of the wall at me, Um, but, yeah, 
like it's you can't really say anything about it um without without spoiling it but just the the resolution and the just the, the gradual working your way through the story because it is very much a story rather than a video game it's kind of a story set in a 3D space that you have to that you have to figure out um and put together it's nicely guided the way in mm-hmm. which you discover things like it doesn't it does feel like things are closed off to you but the way that you unlock them and discover different areas of the houses the house feels fairly um organic and leads you nicely to the to the conclusion and it's, it's, it's on the steam sale if this comes out yeah it's like time. five dollars on the steam sale um so it's it's kind of the reason they kind of got it um was thomas enjoyed firewatch so much um that it's a similar kind of walking simulator type of game, narrative-driven game, and it can be completed in... Dave, you said you did in about two hours? Yep. I think that's standard. Um, it's kind of cool because it's set in the the 90s as well, so there's a lot of 90s pop culture references in it. Oh, uh, yeah, it was very that was very enjoyable. Um, cool. Yeah, and yeah, I think you enjoyed Good Story, and they're putting out... Tacoma, um, which should be out, I think, August. I'm not sure. It's out soon anyway. It's more of a, it's kind of probably a similar kind of thing. It's a, in a space station. And I think you're kind of walking through a space station and seeing um, memories or conversations of events that had happened. So that looks good. So hope you enjoyed, Thomas. Cool. Thank you. Glad you enjoyed it, Dave. Yeah. Good follow up. Yeah. Thank you very much. I love buying games for people. It's a nice invest, you know. It's a nice. It's something you're super generous at doing, and I think it's a really admirable thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always doing it on the app store. Yeah, that's really cool. Buy someone a game. Yeah, you're a sound man. (laughs) Okay, so quickly, my thing for this week um, (laughs) is kind of boring compared to um, what you guys come up with. Uh, Text editor. Quick question: What do you guys use as a text editor on macOS? Sublime, Dave. Uh, Word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might as well just be using that for the amount of features I use in Sublime. Yeah, Sublime. So um, I really I use for, uh, Vim and stuff on Linux, but yeah, if Holy Wars, we leave them alone. So I really like BB Edit. I kind of switched back to it about a year ago. Um, and having mm-hmm. lots of fun with it and um, they used to do a free version called Text Wrangler but now they've folded Text Wrangler back into BB Edit so uh, you get like yeah, a limited like version Wrangler. of BB Edit for free forever so uh, yeah it's not without its quirks but it's nice text editor it has some nice features and I suppose what, what kind of stuff let's just nerd out for a minute what kind of stuff do you use the text editor for versus Xcode, like what? What's your like day to day iOS developers? What? What are you using? Yeah, so this is for Sublime for or BB Edit. This is not for Swift or Objective C. This is for, but it is for anything else that I want to look at. So, random JSON response for the server or, um, PHP. Sorry, PHP. Yeah. Anything like that, any sort of code like that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's got some nice features. Yeah. I'd use it for Python dev as well. I wouldn't use the integrated stuff too much, but I just use it as a a nice enough mm. t- 
text fancy text text editor really and the usual i'll use it for just plain text writing as well if i don't want any formatting distractions yes and then i'll i'll use word afterwards yay 